Hey guys, welcome to the Life of an Average Joe podcast. I wanted to do a little intro here. Now, this is an interview that I had been really looking forward to doing and setting up, and I wasn't sure if it was going to work out because you just never know. You know, people are busy, and, and I was grateful enough to get this amazing, talented artist on named Ken Salinas. And you could check out all his links because I posted them, obviously. And it's one of those guys, when you hear his story and you hear the passion behind what he does, you just get very excited about it. And it should really be a message to everybody to let you know that you can do pretty much whatever you want. It's not easy. It's going to take time. You will struggle, you will fail, you will be frustrated, you'll be tired. You will have a love-hate relationship with your passion. And I loved hearing that from him because I can relate to that. So check out this awesome interview. We did have some technical difficulties. So there's a couple moments where maybe you only hear my voice. But that's what happens when you're talking to people all across the country. You just never know. And that's what happens everywhere just watch well don't watch cnn or fox or any of those but let's say you're watching one of the you know big wig interviews it happens glitches in the matrix but it was a great interview and i highly recommend that you go check out all of his artwork all of his his books everything that he's done because he is a man with many talents Hey guys, welcome to the Life of an Average Joe podcast. This is Brandon Navarro. You know that. Good morning, good evening, good day, good night. I'm excited today because I've been thinking about bringing this guest on longer for a long time. Actually, since summer. If we if we really want to get technical, I'll just do a quick short story because I know he's super busy before I introduce him. I went to go see Multiverse of Madness, Dr. Strange. I can't remember when that came out. I want to say, I don't know. May, who knows, April, April, something like that. But um, I went to go see it and it was opening weekend. And it was the first movie that I had gone to see since Spider-Man No Way Home in the theater. Not because I'm one of those, I don't want to go to the theater because of the pandemic that is or isn't here or whatever. It's just because of, you know, life. But I pick and choose my movies. So I went to go see Doctor Strange. It was an early show too, early for me on a Saturday, like, 10 something, 10, 15, I don't know. And it was at a great, great place close to my house um, that I've talked about. Actually, I think I did a podcast outside of there. Anyway, I'll say it, Flix Brew House. And I love going there. And by the way, I have to say, no, they do not promote the show. I'm just talking. Um, I like to go there because it's different. You know, you get great food, you get great service. It's an experience, which is what the movie theater should be. They should be an experience. It shouldn't be jam-packed in the theater, paying $15 for bad popcorn. If you're going to pay that money, get something to eat and have a good time. And, and you can get some great beer that they brew there. Fun place. They do some great events. 
Love it. So I got to go there and in the lobby, I saw this booth and it had a, a ton of artwork. So instantly, I didn't even see what it was. Instantly, I'm like, oh, artwork, let's go check it out. You know, and I wasn't sure if it was connected to the to the brew house, to the, you know, to Multiverse of Madness or what. But I wanted to look at it and it was awesome. I, I can't tell you how many cool pieces of art I saw there. I started talking to the girl who was sitting there, uh, kind of explaining it a little bit to me. I ended up buying three of the pieces. And I'll post pictures of those later. I may have posted them already, but I'll post those later. Uh, one of which is hanging up in my son's room. And the other two are, are throughout the house. Um, I should have bought more, but baller on a budget. So I had to do that. I tracked down the artist. Not that it was hard, but I put a mental note. I'm like, got to find him on social media. Found him on Instagram. Tracked him down. Been following him. And finally, I was like, I need to reach out because I want him on my show. So today, through a lot of planning, I'm very excited, and I'm just going to bring in the man behind Voodoo himself. Ken, go ahead and introduce yourself. The creepy little fella from Flake's Brew House. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's him. Uh, thank you very much. What a cool, uh, what a cool little intro. Uh, that, 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 that's awesome. Uh, yes, I am Ken R. Salinas. Uh, I came up with a uh, type of art, I guess you could call it. Uh, I called them Voo Dudes. Um, they were uh, my, I guess, type of illustration of voodoo dolls with mixed with pop culture stuff. Um, I mean, it's fun. It works. Uh, they're not traditional voodoo dolls by any means, but... Uh, you know, I trademarked the name in that particular design. Uh, they released probably about uh, two years ago and have graced about 35 different comic covers, including image books, dynamite comics, charter comics. It's just been absolutely wonderful. Thank you for picking up some pieces. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. I, I literally was almost late to going into the movie theater because I was I was scanning through through all of them and I was like, which ones do I want, you know? And I ended up getting um, the Mario and Luigi. I ended up getting the Spider-Man one, which was really cool because it had the different Spider-Man variants on there. And then, of course, you know, the dad rock star in me said, that's Guns N' Roses. I'm getting that. And I got Very it. Cool. So, yeah, that's like one. Of, it's, it's just been one of my favorite bands since I was in high school. I, I couldn't pass it up. Um, that's why why I had to do it too. That's my, my thoughts exactly on that one. So, <laughs> well, and there were so many others. So you got Voodoo's. How did you come up with the idea? Were you just sketching around? Did something inspire you, or or how did you how did you decide? Hey, I'm gonna do Voodoo's. Like this is what I want to do. When when you came up with that? Well, uh, I mean, initially, what happened was. Uh, Story goes, I wanted a tattoo uh, of a voodoo doll. You know, that's, that's how all and, the stories start off. Yeah, when I need a tattoo of a voodoo doll, and uh, so I, I was looking on the internet trying to find out, like, hey, what kind of do I want it more realistic? Do I want it cartoony? And I was an illustrator already. I'd been doing stuff with flicks uh, for a few years. And uh, I, I, that's this is all I do for a living. So for the last seven years, I've been a full-time uh, 
artist. And uh, <clears throat> as I'm looking through the internet, I pick up or I realize nobody has ever done a series. And to me, all of a sudden, it just becomes like a, no, I can't. I, I couldn't have stumbled across something nobody's done. Right. This is just BS, right? Yeah, someone has – I mean, you've got Pokemon – you know that 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 that's like anatomy figures and stuff. I mean, th- there's everything's on the internet, right? Right. And uh, I, I would occasionally find Frankenstein monster and his bride. I would find a Deadpool, but there seriously was no illustrations of voodoo dolls. A series, right? So I said, ah, I'm going to do it. And uh, I was having fun with it. I, I I didn't have to be like exactly perfect with the artwork. Uh, if you look at them, like 80% of them don't even have pants on because I was like, yeah, we're just going to throw clothes on the top half and not even have pants. So <laughs> I thought it was absolutely fantastic. And I'm talking with my friends. I'm like, man, just just name something, and 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 I would just like sketch something real simple, you know. And here you see, you can do this. You can do anything. And right. uh, I had about ten or twelve pieces. I was going to release them uh, for Denver Comic Con. Uh, that was going to be uh, summer of uh, 2020. Okay. And of course, we all know that never happened. <sighs> No, it didn't. No, it didn't. Yeah. So, so, and, and aside from, you know, posting a couple of pieces that I, I was working on on Instagram, you know, just playing around with the idea uh, that no one had really seen it. And uh, I had done work for uh, uh, a, a, a company called Bambox. I don't know if you're familiar with that. They're an autograph subscription box. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'd done stuff with them before. And, uh, so they asked me, uh, they called me that, that later that year, and they were like, hey, can you do something for our, uh, our Black Friday boxes? You know, there's four different ones that we're putting out. Can you do four different designs? I was like, sure. They were like, hey, well, by the way, what are those little doll things that you were doing? I told them the exact same story. That's what it is. They got released in December that year. And sure enough, like I said, within about a year to year and a half, they'd been on multiple uh, comic book covers. I would have never thought that this would become my style of artwork. Because you do other stuff. Because when I was there, I saw other pieces that you did that were completely different. Exactly. Than, than the voodoo's, and obviously you said you did. You've been. This is what you've been doing forever, and you had done a lot of work for flicks. So, were you ready to make the commitment? Because clearly, as an artist, you want to explore new things, and you want to have different levels to what you do. But this obviously has taken off. I mean, here you are on the cover of these, you know, comics, and you're going to comic cons and convention. I mean, you're just all over the place. It's got to soak up a lot of your time. It does. It really (laughs) does. Uh, It's it's a love-hate relationship with you dudes. I mean, as anything that I believe that uh, you're passionate about should be, uh, it's – there's things. I mean, I'll be honest. There's things that – 
I would love to push more, uh, but I get so busy, I guess, doing stuff for other people because it is very popular. Sure. So I kind of push what, you know, my plans with it a little, a little further back, a little further back. Uh, but I, I'll be honest uh, that what I want to do. And, and like do my own little I mean, put voodoo's out at Walmart so you could get them. Do you know New York Comic Con and have this huge, you know, display of actual little voodoo's. Um, and uh, there's a there's a company that out there uh, called Made by Robots that does a real similar thing but i don't think it works and i was upset when i saw them so if people see them yeah that's not me but uh <laughs> uh you know i mean and, and i wish they would have been like hey man that's a great idea hey this is a cool idea and i mean yeah they didn't so that's okay but uh it's 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 a dream of mine you know and uh the fact that uh the the name itself is mine i actually just got an email here a couple of weeks ago so i'm waiting on the official paperwork the trademark is official after about uh, uh, 18 months, about a year and a half, the, it, so it was never contested. So they're sending me the paperwork and stuff that Voodoo's is, in fact, mine. So excited about that. Well, yeah, now now, it, now it's there. Now you're married to it. So you can't, you, you've got to continue this, this process, I'm sure. Yeah, that would be cool to have, uh, to see those actual little dudes, little Voodoo's hanging around, you know? Um, yeah. But... So if, if, if you, as obviously this is amazing because I'm looking at some of the stuff you've done and with, you know, Halloween just around the corner, I'm seeing some Beetlejuice, some Freddy Krueger's, you know, I'm seeing all kinds of stuff that you've done. Everything from Mandalorian to Thor and Loki, all these are phenomenal and they're different in their own ways. Um, what is one other project that you really like? that you really want to get out there. You don't have to tell me if it's one of these, like I'm keeping this under my belt, but what do you really enjoy like doing outside of voodoo? What other art, what other, what other something that you said, you know what? I think this is going to be it. It might be down the list, but I think this is going to be my next little thing. I, I just, I, I have, I mean, honestly, I have stuff sitting in, I have stacks of paperwork. I mean, it's a constant <laughs> thing for me. Uh, uh, watercolors. Uh, I mean, there's uh, there's maybe 30, 40 uh, during shutdown. I, of course, we're, we're sitting here and I'm drawing and painting away. You know, what am I going to do? You know, et cetera, et cetera. And another thought that came to me then was, well, <laughs> no one's ever done a series of pop culture houses so i did a series of nothing but watercolor and you look at these things you're like i know this but the characters aren't there so it's just the house right and you're like you know some of them you can you're like oh that's fred flintstone's house you know someone's like oh that's woodstock or you know but a few of them you're like i know this but i don't know where and which makes it loads of fun you know so yeah, you name it from from the house on Elm Street with your red door at the front of it, you know, from the original Nightmare on Elm Street to, like I said, uh, uh, Tigger's house, you know. So, 
it, it's a fun series. So those are just sitting there. I'm hoping put that put together. I call it home sweet home. It's just watercolor study, you know, and uh, I did a, uh, uh, the, the cover to it is, uh, is a converse that I kind of made into the, the, the woman in the shoe type thing, you know, so that was kind of fun. No, that's, that's awesome. I actually, I was thinking of houses when you were saying that I was like, Oh, the house from Beetlejuice. Oh, the house from this. Like I was running through my head of like, what houses could he be doing? But there's so many iconic homes. I mean, even, I guess the Simpsons home is kind of bland, but the way you do it, I'm sure is completely different. Um, it's funny because, you know, every one of the houses that you mentioned is in there, you know, I love so, it. I love that. you know, I love so that. it's, it's like, they're just sitting there waiting, you know, for that book to be put together. But, Very you know, cool. it's, it, it is, it's, it's something that, that I, uh, sorry, I've got cats here. If I don't know if you can hear them or not. That's okay. And, I got uh, one here too. And I've got, well, the kids aren't here, so that's good. <laughs> but, uh, so yeah, it's, it's loads of fun doing the, the creation process, you know, and, uh, because all the stuff that happened that year or during shutdown, man, it was, it, it was tough, you know, because there was no shows. There was, uh, sit at home here with my son and we did, uh, we decided to take on, you know, and we were sitting there thinking, okay, well, I'm going to do a C-3PO helmet or maybe bust. And I ended up with a full-size C-3PO with working lights and stand <laughs> and all that. Because we never opened up. You know? So I was just like, okay. Uh, but loads of fun. Loads of, absolutely loads of fun. Well, I think that time during the that weird time in our lives that we're still kind of coming out of as far as mentally, financially, and all that, I think we were all just trying to be creative in a sense because – what were we going to do? Most of us weren't working. Most of us, you couldn't go to the movies. You couldn't go to the amusement park. Heck, you couldn't even go to half the pools. You know, they were all closed. Right. So you were just sitting there like, we can go get food. <laughs> we can drink or we can be creative. I mean, that was it. That was, that was your choice. No. So I imagine it spawned a lot of fun ideas, even though it was nerve wracking because you couldn't get the products out there. You couldn't get your your final pieces out to everybody that you wanted to. But in the same sense, it was probably kind of cool because you got to work through a bunch of stuff. It did. It did. Uh, it was very eye-opening. I mean, like, uh, you know, like, like so many people, with the, the tragedies versus the goods, I mean, they were all there, you know, the, the losing friends and family members. And uh, at the same time, you know, the stuff that came out of it, you know, would I have, would it have worked out that way? Would I be sitting here on top of these voodoos at this point, you know, and as popular as they are, I, I don't know. It yeah. Is, Cause you might not have had that time to really focus on it, you know? Right. That's I, I, I think that's great. I think that's one of the best things that's come out of this event uh, that we experience, whatever you want to call it, pandemic, isolation, chaos. One of the, is, is so many artists, on from from writers you know from what you're doing to musicians have come out with some amazing ways to get it out there that was really my favorite part was from a music aspect was seeing all these bands local big bands whatever kind of stripped down in a sense 
and just put stuff out there on social media. Like I watched so many concerts from people's kitchens, you know, oh, yeah. like, <laughs> they were great. Yeah. They were some of the you best know, music ever, man. It, it was, you're, you're right. Just stripped down to where they, you know, whether it was cover work they were doing or what have you, I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, me too. Me too. Um, going back to voodoo. So let's talk about uh, real quick. Um, the, comics that you've been on what is one of your favorite covers that you've seen your work on nothing like putting you on the spot yeah yeah uh, well i mean man they've been they, they, i've lucked out like it, it's there's there's it's completely awesome uh, most recently i was able to do a cover for the mad balls versus garbage pail kids number one dynamite comics um and to me to have anything to do with mad balls or garbage pail kids on any kind of a professional level is completely awesome because i grew up with that and you know i had all those stickers when they first came out and stuck them everywhere and oh how cool to to be on a uh on a cover for that uh like and that like, was a limited like there wasn't a whole lot of those comics that came out like there, i mean it's super special it, it there there was not a lot and that comic itself mine was limited to a 500 run wow. uh it was an exclusive for uh that was for comics elite and uh the, the comic consult uh comic company so that was exclusive. They wanted, and not only that, that was the first book where my cover was in every single number one issue that got printed um, in the cover gallery. So it was in every comic book store in the nation or the world that carried that book at that point. So that was awesome. And I love Mad Balls. I'm, I'm looking at the Mad Balls versus Garbage Balcades. Uh, the, the the cover here i actually had that mummy mad ball i'm pretty sure i did um i'm looking at them right now and uh wow that is amazing man i mean how cool is that because those are two iconic things if you grew up in the late 80s eh, early 90s but definitely the late 80s you knew about mad balls and right. you knew about Garbage Pail Kid. Those were every kid wanted. And the Mad Balls were so, I mean, let's be real. They were really cool looking, but they were they were kind of pointless. I mean, like, you couldn't really play with them because they break apart, <laughs> you know. Yeah. You, you, but they were just so epic looking. And Garbage Pail Kids were a teacher's and parent's nightmare, you know, because they were fantastic. I, I, they're fantastic. They're amazing. And, man, this this is that's got to be. That's just cool. I'm just looking. If you guys haven't checked it out, I'm going to post some links uh, to his Instagram. And uh, so you guys can go ahead and, and look at some of what I'm looking at, because this is uh, some really cool stuff. So Flix Brewhouse, how did you connect with them? Years ago, 2000. Gosh. Uh, say this was 14. Okay. 2014, 2013, somewhere in late 13. Uh, basically, they, I'm a sucker for free. And they had <laughs> a, they had 
they had invited artists to go and donate pieces for a charity auction that they were they were having. And honestly, I don't even remember what the charity was for at that point, but it was a charity auction that was going on. And you would get free movie tickets, and I'm down for free movie tickets. Yes. Who I loved <laughs> Flicks brew house already. I was already going there. So I was like, Ooh, I'm, I'm down for this. Um, I can art and uh, let's see what happens. And so I donated three different pieces, but two of those I drew specifically for them. Um, at that point in time, they had what was called a round rock logger. And I drew uh, using doing watercolor work. I drew a, a, a cartoony style, Thor sitting there holding a beer stein that had their round rock logo on it. And the second one that I did that got noticed was there was a Joker that was holding a little tulip glass with uh, a size on the Walt. So ah. little did I know or realize the size on the Walt or Walt Powell, who was one of the founding members of Flicks Brew's house had, passed about a year and a half before that so the owners saw that piece and they were trying to outbid themselves and trying to buy that piece and they noticed it and to me i was like you've got to be kidding me um at that point i was told man we should do something we've got transformers coming out we've got that this was the re-release for the the teenage mutant ninja turtles etc etc and uh then there was absolute crickets for about a year and a half uh, (laughs) you know i yeah and i yeah it was just like well it was sounded cool you know just kind of left it alone you know i mean as an artist you get a lot of talk right i mean it's just what it is yeah and uh but lo and behold like said about a year and a half later and it was about august i guess and you know like get a hey can we talk Sure, you know, get into the conversation is like, man, we really want to do something uh, here in a few months, uh, but we want to be able to promo it, you know, like get this stuff out there, et cetera. And I'm like, sure, what is it? And they were like, well, how would you like to do something for Star Wars? They're coming back out. And I was floored that I would have <laughs> anything to do with a Star Wars movie premiere, right? Right. And uh, it was 10 pieces. Uh, it's the first time I saw my artwork. Uh, as 10-foot banners that they hung at all the locations nationwide in the theaters. And uh, they looked completely cool. I mean, I, I, words can't describe it. I'm, I'm in tears when I see them hanging and getting pictures from, you know, all over the country from them. And uh, so that started there. And they got back invited to do Batman v Superman. Uh, then by the time I did civil war which is the third time that i got asked um more and more talks started happening they were like hey can you do something for our lobbies so that was done uh so you know the the pieces that you see hanging in the lobbies with the splatter work stuff like that is is... oh yeah i know those pieces i do know well that's cool kind of cut out there that's okay we got him here He's not gone. Don't worry, guys. Not sure if he can hear me. Sometimes sometimes technology works against us. So I will talk until he says, hey, I can hear you, Brandon. Um, 
guys, if you have not gone to Flick's Brew House yet, and if there is one in the area, I highly recommend that you go. Um, it is an amazing brewery and brew house uh, to see movies in. But one of the greatest things is his artwork can be seen there um, as he's telling us. And Ken, I, I hope you can hear me. I hope you're still there. There brother. you are. There you are, brother. There Sorry, did, I, did, did it cut off there? Yeah, so I just said I'm going to talk so there's not dead air. And uh, <laughs> that's technology that. for you. Don't worry about so, it. <laughs> so, and that's why. Is that secretive enough for you? Yeah, it's you know? perfect. Yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I actually uh, just got asked to do about 30 more posters. Yeah, uh, cool. For, for, for their hallways and stuff. So hopefully that they, they come out cool too. And, and uh, so we'll get all that stuff done for them. And uh, well, yeah, there's, there's not fun. a shortage of movies coming out. I mean, in a sense, it's not like it was five years ago, but if you look right. at the movies that are coming, I mean, it's got, there, there's so many potential of opportunities with your avatar, with your new black Panther, you know, the end of guardians. I mean, we can keep going, you know, right. Um, there's so much potential. So if they go to Flick's Brewhouse, essentially, wherever they are in the country, they could see a piece of your of your work. I mean, it could be there. Right. That is so awesome. All right. So you've got you've got a lot of shows that you're going to. You've got a big show coming up. Now, when, when now obviously we're recording this before it'll air. So you, you know, you'll have been back from Vegas by then. Um, right. but you've got a big show coming up in new york what do you got yes. what do you bring into new york what do you bring into the east coast what can my crew out there shout out to all my boys in new york what 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 can they look forward to out there oh man i'm bringing uh i'm, I'm bringing books i'm bringing uh print wise uh we got a brand new jinx that just popped up we got a brand new Munson that's coming. We've got uh, Oogie Boogie stuff. Uh, New York Comic Con. This will be my second year attending. Now, my artwork has been there for about the last five years. Okay. Um, but this will be my second year attending. And because of movie stuff, the I didn't realize this, that uh, the Spider-Verse movie, Across Spider-Verse, had got moved to June of next year. Yes. I was expecting to be doing that that weekend basically uh, uh october 6th weekend so since it got moved to june of next year and i just found out about four days ago um i stopped working on that and got on the phone and said hey this new york thing can we still do it uh what's going on so all those motions are in place so i'm super stoked to be out there uh, last year was my first year there um was kind of uh not overwhelming because of the timing of last year's uh, show. There was no international travel. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, there was no Marvel. There was no image. There was no uh, DC, you know, there was no Funko there. I mean, so there was a lot of people that weren't doing stuff yet. Uh, so I'm stoked to see some kind of a little bit more of a realistic New York comic con. So, yeah, so here we that. here we are. You, you gotta believe you're gonna see all those all those guys there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is gonna be a big deal. So, guys, if you are there, if you're out in New York, you're gonna need to make a stop. Okay. And I know some of you will be there. Okay. Matt, I'm talking to you. Um, I know you're gonna be there. 
So check it out. Stop by, please. Uh, you got to see this. What a great opportunity. And yeah, I was bummed out that Spider-Man got pushed back. Oh, jeez. I remember yeah. I, I, I got the, I was, I don't know what, I think I was on my computer and a text came through and they said Into the Spider-Verse got pushed. And I'm like, of course it did. Um, <laughs> and I was stoked to, to see that movie. But hey, that just gives you some more ammunition for when it comes out, you know? Exactly. Yeah, That's so exactly I, right. I wouldn't worry about that. You got plenty to do. All right. So before we wrap things up here, talking, what is one movie that you're looking forward to that is not out yet or maybe just came out? Meaning, oh. meaning October. <laughs> hmm. Like, you know, October forward. Not not right now when we're uh, recording this in September. <laughs> oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I'm stoked about uh, to see what they're going to do with Wakanda Forever. Um, that that to me, I think, is uh, the the first Black Panther movie. You know, uh, see. Yeah. Um, what an amazing turnout! What an amazing movie! What an amazing like the fact that it was just an amazing thing to see if you were there, like the people's excitement, you know, and seeing, you know, uh, Chad rest his soul is an amazing character, you know, and he portrayed that black Panther. Amazing, man. It was so cool. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm really curious. Sure really curious on the, the the second one what i know there's halfway cancel culture with it but at the same time i'm like man i'm really curious what what they're gonna do uh especially marvel you know i mean they, they at times they can be super classy about doing stuff so i think so too you know this as, as that movie was being talked about i gotta be real with you i had i was super hesitant uh to get excited not because i didn't think it was gonna be good i just because of everything that that Chadwick brought to the table, and I wasn't sure how they were going to go with it. I, I mean, he passed away too soon as a human being, and we lost that character too soon. You know, um, we were just really starting to be like, "Oh, here's Black Panther." So, but then I got to be honest with you, as it led towards it, we got that teaser, you know, or that little trailer. I was like, "This looks." pretty amazing <laughs> and yeah. uh i i think marvel will i think we're gonna get that tribute i think they're really because they know they gotta do it right and right. um i i'm excited about that i i i think for me I, I, not to say the same thing with black panther i think for me i'm gonna go with ant-man 3 um i think there's i think there's a lot writing on that and i think we're gonna see some uh a very different style Ant-Man movie. I, I don't think it's going to be as, I mean, it's going to be Ant-Man. So, and it's Paul Rudd. So it's going to be funny, but I think we're going to see a very serious, I, I personally think something tragic is going to happen in that movie. Um, yeah. So it'll be really cool to see Kang and all that, but hopefully uh, you will be uh, dropping some stuff at Flix Brewhouse. Cause that's where I'm going. So, um yeah. <laughs> to see these movies well man i'm excited thank you so much for being on technical difficulties and you, and aside you're uh, yes yeah, so uh, yeah sorry about that uh, uh uh 
if, if people want to know what I was talking about and have a message me and I'll tell them all about it. <laughs> and, uh, but, uh, now you're in, in the Dallas area, is that right? Yeah. So I'm, uh, you know, North of Dallas, you know, I'm, I'm right. Dude, Frisco. I'm yes. I'm like three miles from the brew house. Maybe. Okay, four. cool. Well, <laughs> and just so you know, uh, as of this recording, uh, my buddy McLean will be there this weekend. Oh, really? So if you want to head out there, take a look, uh, see what he has. Uh, and uh, um, he'll be there Friday, Saturday, and then Sunday. And uh, so that, that'll that be really cool if you want. And uh, he himself is uh, a really cool guy that's a, a letterer for, gosh, so many comic books. So uh, shout out to the McLean McGuire himself with Charter Comics. And uh, he's lettered so many books, man, that uh, he actually, if you look at that Garbage Pail cover, yeah, um, he actually made it look like a sticker and put the wording and stuff on there, too. So he was part of that, uh, the, the team that put that together. So uh, cool fella, real cool fella. Oh, heck yeah. I will definitely swing by uh, because that's just me. You, you already sold me on it. So um, I'll just be swinging by and checking them out. That'd be awesome, man. Um, yeah, so we will, uh, see, see you and your new stuff, uh, either, oh, by the way, they can order, it looks, you have an Amazon, uh, shop, don't you? Well, I did. Now, okay. uh, as, uh, everything goes, I got, uh, and karma, uh, plays a little bit into this. So I had shirts and stuff up on Amazon, which was amazing because people could order, their yeah. size and whatever, and, th and they printed them, and that was all great. Well, people were ripping me off and selling my shirt designs for $2, $3 less than what oh, I was. God. Typical stuff, right? So I messaged Amazon, and I was like, hey, these are this is not me. I don't know who it is, but they're ripping my designs. Uh, and they said, well, there's nothing we can do unless you have a trademark. Well, <laughs> Here comes the trademark. Oh my gosh, I can't believe that. Technology does not like us today, guys. We're 2023 and we can't, this is what happens. That's okay. Ken, I'm still here. Don't worry about it. I can hear you. Elder. I can't. Yeah. Ugh. So what are you going to, you going to try to bring something back like an online shop again or? buddy and uh so i gotta redo all those so coming soon again okay well so ignore what i said guys he doesn't have an amazon shop yet but that's because people were ripping him off so there you go <laughs> <laughs> it's not his fault because i saw one of the t-shirts i was like wait a minute wait a minute <laughs> oh it was great when they were up but i, I just time-wise to sit there and redo them and re-upload all the designs with the trademark number at this number at this time so that's okay. More to come. Hopefully, you know, this summer. I don't know. It doesn't matter. You got there plenty. You, go. of, you you got plenty of merch and pretty cool stuff anyway. So it doesn't matter, man. I uh, I'm looking forward to hearing back about the New York show. Can't wait to see the updates on that. I will definitely go to Flix Brew House this weekend, guys. I'm gonna post all the links um, so you can check him out, order some stuff, hang out, find him, track him, stalk him, all that good stuff, and uh, support support so man thank you thank you so much for taking the time out of your day i appreciate it um man it's just I, I love finding just good people man and trying to get it out there so i i really thank you 
Thanks, Brandon. Same, same here, man. Uh, had a fun time on your show, man. Really did. Thanks again. All right, guys. Look, uh, this. We hope you have a great one. Don't forget to come back every Wednesday, the Life of an Average Show podcast, for more technical difficulties. And um, we will. Uh, it's just life. I don't even care. Uh, we will uh, definitely. I'll be back. I don't know when I'm. I don't know who, what's happening the following week, but doesn't matter. Check out the Life of an Average Show podcast.com. And uh, don't forget, we're going to be live from the Day of the Dead Festival in Denton in a couple weeks. Thanks. Yeah, that's going to be nice, man. I know, dude, such an awesome festival. Um, so we'll be out there. So uh, check us out then. And uh, yeah, Ken, enjoy the rest of the day, man. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. Thank you, sir.